It had given a new meaning, she reflected, to the expression, sleeping with a man. She had woken, slumped back in her chair, to see him staring at her with his slightly roomy eyes, still talking in his low voice about some difficulty he was having with one of the machines at his factory. Corrugated iron is not easy to handle, he was saying. You need very special machines to push the iron into that shape. Do you know that, Mara Motsway? Do you know why corrugated iron is the shape it is? Mara Motsway had not thought about this. Corrugated iron was widely used for roofing. Was it then something to do with providing ridges for the rain to run off? But why would that be necessary in a dry country like Botswana? There must be some other reason, she imagined, although it was not immediately apparent to her. The thought of it, however, made her feel drowsy again, and she struggled to keep her eyes open. No, Hector Mapondizi was a worthy man, but far too dull. He should seek out a dull woman, of whom there were legions throughout the country, women who were slow-moving and not very exciting, and he should marry one of these bovine ladies. But the problem was that dull men often had no interest in such women, and fell for people like Mara Motswe. That was the trouble with people in general. They were surprisingly unrealistic in their expectations. Mara Motswe smiled at the thought, remembering how, as a young woman, she had had a very tall friend who had been loved by an extremely short man. The short man looked up at the face of his beloved from almost below her waist, and she looked down at him, almost squinting over the distance that separated them. That distance could have been one thousand miles or more, the breadth of the Kalahari and back. But the short man was not to realise that and was only to desist, heart sore, when the tall girl's equally tall brother stooped down to look into his eyes and told him that he was no longer to look at his sister, even from a distance, or he would face some dire, unexpressed consequence. Mara Motsway felt sorry for the short man, of course, as she could never find it in herself to dismiss the feelings of others. He should have realised how impossible were his ambitions, but people never did. Mr. J.L.B. Matacone was a very good man, but, unlike Hector Mapondizi, he could not be described as dull. That was not to say that he was exciting, in the way which note had seemed exciting. He was just easy company. You could sit with Mr. J.L.B. Matacone for hours, during which he might say nothing very important, but what he said was never tedious. Certainly, he talked about cars a great deal, as most men did, but what he had to say about them was very much more interesting than what other men had to say on the subject. Mr. J.L.B. Matacone regarded cars as having personalities, and he could tell just by looking at a car what sort of owner it had. Cars speak about people, he had once explained to her. They tell you everything you need to know. It had struck Mara Motswe as a strange thing to say, but Mr. J.L.B. Matacone had gone on to illustrate his point with a number of telling examples. Had she ever seen the inside of the car belonging to Mr. Motobedi Palati, for example? He was an untidy man, whose tie was never straight and whose shirt was permanently hanging out of his trousers. Not surprisingly, the inside of his car was a mess, with unattached wires sticking out from under the dashboard and a hole underneath the driver's seat, so that dust swirled up into the car and covered everything with a brown layer. 
Or what about that rather intimidating nursing sister from the Princess Marina Hospital? The one who had humiliated a well-known politician when she had heckled him at a public meeting, raising questions about nurses' pay that he simply could not answer. Her car, as one might expect, was in pristine condition and smelled vaguely of antiseptic. He could come up with further examples if she wished, but the point was made, and Mara Motsway nodded her head in understanding. It was Mara Motsway's tiny white van that had brought them together. Even before she had taken it for repair at Clockwang Road Speedy Motors, she had been aware of Mr. J.L.B. Mataconi as a rather quiet man who lived by himself in a house near the old Botswana Defence Force Club. She had wondered why he was by himself, which was so unusual in Botswana, but had not thought much about him until he had engaged her in conversation after he had serviced the van one day.